You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. feel like who art Ed. I'm trying to spice it. Who art Ed? Mr. Wood, art Ed, me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. Welcome to Who Arted Weekly Art History for All Ages. I'm your host, Kyle Wood. Now, today we're going to be looking at Robert Smithson's Spiral Jetty. Before I get started on all that, I do want to remind you it is that time of year once again. The annual Arts Madness Tournament is happening, so be sure to check the links in the show notes. Starting Monday, February 26th, we're going to have voting for the first round matchups, and I'm hoping more of my fellow art teachers, especially across the U.S., will join in this year's tournament because 60 out of the 64 artists are from the AP Art History list. But honestly, even if you're not cramming for the test, this is a fun way to engage with a whole lot of great art from all around the world. Now, on with today's actual topic, Robert Smithson and Spiral Jetty. The 1960s was a turbulent time. In America, disillusionment over the war in Vietnam, the battles for equality and both racial and gender lines had people rethinking their roles in society. There was a growing distrust for institutions, spawning the hippies and other subcultures to reject many social norms and seek to break away, starting communes or returning to nature and living off the land. On the Apollo 8 mission in 1968, the astronaut William Anders snapped a photograph of the Earth rising over the moon. For the first time, people could see the world, not for the vast expanse surrounding them, but see the far greater expanse, the vastness surrounding the world. Suddenly, the earth was smaller. People could see the earth as a tiny blue marble, a fragile little oasis floating in the vast and desolate space. It quite literally gave everyone a whole new perspective on our world. It was in this context of enormous upheaval of the social fabric and a new perspective on our world, the universe, and our place within it that artists started to rethink their role and their relationships with galleries and other institutions. Many were disillusioned with the commercial aspects of the art world. They wanted to find a way to put their art into the world, free from gatekeepers, critics, and curators. Many young artists actually wanted to go one step further, not just putting their art out into the world, into the wild. They wanted to make art out of the world, out of the earth. This is, of course, nothing all that new. I mean, the earliest forms of art were made from natural materials, ash and ochre spread across the stone face of cave walls. Glyphs have been etched into stone or miles-long stretches of desert, as in the case of the Nazca lines, which I covered in a previous mini-episode. I'll link that in the show notes. 
All this to say, there's a long history of making art of natural materials and out in the world, but that was all in sort of the ancient past. It was sort of new and revolutionary for artists to be reverting back to that natural state, rejecting the modern institutions. Robert Smithson decided to make monumental sculptures using perhaps the world's oldest material, the earth itself. But he used modern tools to shape it in a way and on a scale rarely seen. A spiral jetty is, as the name would suggest, a spiral. Part of what makes it special is the enormity of it. On the peninsula at Roselle Point in Utah's Great Salt Lake, Smithson created his most famous monumental sculpture using over 6,000 tons of black basalt rocks and earth from the site. The spiral forms a path out onto the lake. It's intended to be not only witnessed but experienced. Walking the spiral would be an almost meditative act, similar to circumambulating or walking around a Hindu temple. The spiral allows people to walk out onto the lake, a small speck on a vast lake, witnessing the entropy of nature as the water erodes the foundation. The gigantic piece built from thousands of tons of stone has been decaying from the moment it was built. Interestingly, as that decay was a part of the work, Robert Smithson created Spiral Jetty in 1970, and it was actually submerged under the water of the lake from 1972 to 1993. When the water level came back down and the Spiral Jetty sort of reemerged, all of those tons of black basalt rocks were actually bright white as they were encrusted with salt. The water levels have risen and fallen over the years, and so from time to time, it may be walkable and it may be submerged. It was above the water from 1993 to 96, and then submerged again from 96 to 2002. This constant shifting, the submerging and re-emerging, the push and pull of nature acting upon this work is largely the point. Even something that seems as steady and unshakable as thousands of tons of stone is still constantly changing, vulnerable and susceptible to these forces of nature acting upon it. It was a giant monument to nature demonstrating that concept of entropy and change and the forces of nature acting upon the world. It was born out of a time of social upheaval and changing norms a time in which people were rethinking the ways they related to both nature and the constructed environment, which, now that I'm saying it out loud, could just as easily be a description of pretty much any time period, as the only true constant is change. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted, part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. If you found this tolerable, please leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week on social media at Who Arted Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, on the website, whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.